Hi, everyone. And wait, actually, I know what episode number this is. (laughs) Welcome to episode 506 of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. With me today, I have my friends, Sydney and Tiffany. Welcome. Hello. Hello. So y'all, I went and looked, um, y'all were last on in May, May 2020. Oh, wow. So last that was, week? Yeah. <laughs> it was episode 446. So it was like 60 episodes. Can I do math? Yeah. No, what? Yeah. Like 50-ish wow. episodes ago. Um, yeah. And so at that time when you came on, it was like two months into this whole pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. Um and we were talking about how reading was terrible at the time. <laughs> it still kind of is, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's a different kind of terrible. It's a different flavor. Yes. I thought it would be fun to bring you back to see how we're doing now that it's closing in on the end of the year. Yeah. Do you have any reading goals? Did you actually meet any of your reading goals? <laughs> right. uh, and if you Thank have you. been reading, what have you been reading? So welcome, friends. Thanks. It's lovely to be here. I cannot believe that it's been that long because it feels like everything has melted together into one pile of despair. Right. It's a great (laughs) melting pot of despair. (laughs) I also find it amusing that you were like, you were last here in May. And I was like, of 2019? Like when I tell you, I legitimately forgot. Like I knew that we'd had the conversation, but I did not remember it being an episode of Professional Mm -hmm. Book Nerds. I was like, wait. Like I'm trying to picture myself. Was I standing at my desk? Was I in right? Like, what? Who am? I? Who was that person? <laughs> so weird. Hey, Tiffany. Yeah. I'm gonna let you start because I think you actually have legitimate reading goals. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a garbage human and just don't. You are not a garbage human. I did have specific reading goals. I've sort of been after my 2017 year of sadness. Um, that wasn't like a, I mean, that could have been a, an indication of my state of mind during that year, but that's specifically about the reading habits that year. I read 11 books, which as a, as a former English teacher, wow, that's yeah. really Same on you. Yes. Yeah. And so that was when I had started my um, reading resolutions blog for our overdrive blog and have sort of <laughs> revisited that topic year after year. So I feel like it's a personal challenge every year to uh, sort of yeah, ratchet up that reading goal. So I think in 2018, it was 70 books. And I, uh, I think I no, it was 56. And I read 70. And then in 2019, my goal was 100 and I read 105. And so this year I decided to not make a a reading goal higher than that. I was like, I'll try for 100 and then quarantine. But (laughs) I kind of went off the deep end and have been devouring audiobooks at rapid speed. Mm -hmm. So up to 141 this year. (laughs) Wow. So it's been a wild ride because I've just sort of been reading and listening to whatever hold comes through first that's awesome so it's been a lot of placing hold on on uh pre-releases then checking them out pretty early so that was like um 
Memorial, Ready Player Two, which I mm-hmm. controversial opinion didn't really love. Oh, oh that's not I controversial. Don't, I don't okay. really like the first one. So okay, I didn't mind the first one. It was a little, it was a little outside maybe my my regular reading wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. But the second one, I was like, really, really okay. <laughs> Um, we can talk about now, that now okay. for girls shut up Dude. no 100% yeah that um but right now I'm listening to the oh wait sorry it's the power of moments so it's all about both in things like customer service and in your personal lives how from age like 15 to 30 we've got lots of these milestones that we're expected to hit and then beyond that you maybe have a, a milestone birthday every 10 years but what do we do to um, acknowledge the passing of time and make things special? And I'm about halfway through it. And I feel like in these times right now, it's reminded me of a lot of my good, strong friendships where we do things to commemorate time and uh, celebrate each other and celebrate accomplishments. But I feel like it's a good reminder for me as I'm about to take some time off that I don't normally take to make things feel, thank you, make things feel special. So um, yeah, so lots of reading this year. One I thing, I, the one thing. Oh, okay, don't even though. If you're <laughs> not, if you, I know you, and I know you're an Instagrammer. So if you're not around, you know, all of the memes and quotes that are like, "Look, if you made it to December, yes, yeah, do. yes, like, this is not about a productive year." We could have a whole other chat since all three of us are writers and talk con stop. What? Can't stop. What? You, you can tell that I'm a writer, right? Those are the words that I make words. up in another language. Like Klingon, but for girls, just getting ready player two. Um, <laughs> we talk nonstop about writing that um, productivity is a whole massive yeah. thing. Like, yes. I have all this free time. I should be finishing my novel. Well, I would be if I weren't in the aforementioned yes yeah and then you like send it to me and I'm like I'll totally read it and then (laughs) listen if this if this like if we together we collectively finish what we say we're going to do sometime in the next wait how many how many days of the year have there been four 1400 which yeah um it'll be fine yeah um that's fair yeah did you have any like standout faves or any themes or anything that kind of popped up Mm. (laughs) there were a lot of I feel like some light fantasy yay oh okay that is new for you that's so uh the invisible life of Eddie LaRue I really enjoyed um plain bad heroines was sort of (gasps) that's not quite it's it's that sort of like it's not fantasy it's more like a little spooky but like ooh, what's going on so a little supernatural um a deadly education and magic for liars Mm. uh i'm trying to think if there was anything else so i think a little bit so i think i've been trying to um step outside of of the Mm -hmm. standard books i would normally Mm. read um i also read how to do nothing I don't know if either of you read that by Jenny O'Dell. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be one of those sort of self-helpy, here's how you do self-care. Declutter your closet. <laughs> yes. And it read more like a dissertation, but not in a bad way. 
Um, like who wants to sit down on a Sunday evening and be like, hmm, science. Uh, <laughs> me sometimes, but. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> no judgment. So do I put on my Vulcan ears before? Yes, but it was, the subtitle is Re- Resisting the Attention Economy. And it was all about, Ooh. I think it really ties again back to that power of moments and how we spend our attention and what pulls us into different things that may suck our attention away and connections to nature. I think it was one of the better books I've read this year. It is dense. I loved it. So that was probably one of the standouts for me. I did not expect to like that as much as I did. I didn't expect me to take as long to read it as I did, Mm -hmm. but I really felt like each time I sat down with it, I kind of wanted to sink into it and get something out of it. So not to to give away your special secrets, but did you, do you think that that book contributed to your decision to do a no buy next year? Probably. Yeah, it probably so cool. did tangentially. Yeah, yeah. So, so, cool. so for for those of you who are uninitiated into my makeup obsession, um, <laughs> I love the makeups and I like to buy the makeups. And I thought <clears throat> collection's big enough now. So <clears throat> next year I'm going to attempt a no buy, except for things that you know a replacement for something I use every day, and just focus on what I have. Um, so good luck to That's me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have will fun def- with that i will there yeah. here for here here to for be yes. retiring from social media altogether so i can't be tempted yeah yes <laughs> um let's see so once i finally started reading again which was a really slow it was like a slow burn for me um i did find at the beginning i adopted somewhat of a new practice so I, i've always been a quitter like i not always but i guess like in my my adult adult years um I'm less likely to finish a book if I don't like it but this year I took that to an extreme there were books that I tried and discarded much more quickly and part of it is just because I was trying to burn through them a little bit more and I just I really kind of like what you were saying Tiffany where you're like you're trying to give more to the moments um I'm not great at being in the present and I feel like one thing that the lockdown has done has brought a lot of kind of small joys to the surface and Mm. I have loved that so much and having to really focus on or even fall back on smaller um, enjoyments in Mm. life has led to me really wanting to get rid of the things that don't bring any kind of joy I mean it's one thing if it's work related or if it's like you know I'm trying to exercise or I'm trying to do you know just shovel the snow or whatever and those things are just part of life and that's okay but it's like I don't have to spend any time that I don't want reading a book I don't care about um so there were several books that I started and I just thought no and I mean at first I was kind of like well I give it 10 more pages or 10 more minutes if you're listening or whatever and I just I mean I I would get through not even the first chapter of some things it's like when you can't handle the pilot of a tv show and you're just like I'm Mm -hmm. done I just had this conversation about tv with a couple people where I'm like I understand the point of a pilot but like if you're actively turning me off from wanting to see your show, I don't trust you to take me the whole way through. And I kind of felt that way with books too. I'm like, you know, you only have a limited amount of time to grab people. Even if what you're selling me changes, I don't expect mm-hmm. if it's actually packed as your first scene and then everything goes a little slower. I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is if you're trying to grab me in that first chapter and you're just handing me a pile of shit. Yeah. About. yeah. I'm trying to think of the one in particular. Um, I'm almost positive that I have 
the title right, but I just want to make sure. Yeah, normal people. Sally Rooney, go to hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sally, you're probably a really nice person, but I can't stand your book. And it drove me nuts. And I was just like, what is everybody freaking out about? It? And I thought, you know what? I don't care. Like, let me be part of the conversation that's a dissenting voice. And if I can only speak to a certain number of chapters, I'm going to be okay with that. Or, you know, step away from the conversation. And the books that I really stayed with were, I read a lot more, I always read YA, you know, I'm a huge YA person, but I was a lot more discerning about the YA that are read and the gems that I found were just like amazing. Tell I read, you should see me in a crown, read loved that it, one. loved it, loved it, loved it, made my whole life happy. Um, I read, shoot, it's probably kind of far back in my history. I'll bring up um, Libby as we're talking, but like, so if it wasn't YA, which is really like my 100% wheelhouse, where I strayed a little bit was interesting. So I either went really light and fluffy. So I read Spoiler Alert, which Spoiler Alert, I loved, but because I was waiting for so long for that book to come on hold, that was a Jill recommendation. While I was waiting for that, I read every other book, almost every other book, every other like more recent book that Olivia Dave was like oh sign me up for everything she's ever written um I read the switch so that was by the same person who wrote the flat share which is um maybe the cutest book I've ever, I think I might have even loved it more than the flat share um cutest book of all time can't wait to read that I love that um, oh gosh, the switch is adorable like absolutely the most charming thing ever um I read Watch Over Me by Nina LaCour because I was lucky enough to take the slow novel lab with her this summer and she kept like calling out little pieces and I'm like, what's this going to be about? And it was like, it was a, a departure for her a little bit because it was about, it had like supernatural element that mm -hmm. she doesn't normally have. I fell in love with that. Um, where am I? What is the name of these? I think Tiffany, you and I both read Big Friendship. Yes. Which is really good. Oh, so if I wasn't reading like YA, which is typical for me, or light and fluffy, I was reading the most terrifying horror. <laughs> I was going to say, read... my recommendations from you this year are like... <laughs> They're like, hey, would you like to fall in love in a small town in like a little town in England? Or would you like to be, would you like to never sleep again? Yes. I read <laughs> The Return. And like, um... I, can't even look, I can't even look at the cover of that book. It's so good and it was one of those where I was like most horror just like peters out in such a terrible yeah. way at the end yeah. where I'm, I'm always kind of like I give it I give it some a little bit of slack because I'm like okay it's gonna be really hard to pull off a terrifying ending to anything so right except for you haunting of hill house the tv show how dare you you should be ashamed of that last episode but yeah. I mean like for the most part I'm kind of like okay it's probably pretty hard to do that but that delivered oh my god okay I put that on my I I keep like a, a 2020 reading list which is yeah, great because there's 30 titles still on it good luck um, and you've got you've got some time off coming yeah um, and then I just bump it to the 2020 2021 mm -hmm, reading mm -hmm. list yes. um but I just made sure that was on my 2020 reading list Katie Blackman read it, our friend here at Overdrive, um, who loves horror. And she was just like, that was the most amazing book. What else have you read that's like that? I'm like, I haven't read anything like it. I'm like, this is this is it. This is the <laughs> yes. one. Like, okay. I haven't read anything else like it. 
I felt like I really got into, like, I really wanted to read a lot of spooky things this year. I think mm-hmm. because you are in quarantine and it mm-hmm. just makes it feel even more real and haunted mm-hmm. and spooky. Um, Sydney, I know you also share um, what I would consider around the office an unpopular opinion um, that I also share about you Paul Trumpman. Oh, Paul can just jump off a cliff. No, don't really, sir. I love you. Yes. Please, not as a human. You're probably a wonderful human. But it's it was like, it's been, books. it's been touted as like amazing. Oh, wow. And I was just sort of like, you told me that she walked from this room to this room and then down the stairs and right. things were creepy. Make it stop, please. <laughs> I know. And I think about him in particular, like people whose opinions I typically really respect. Yes. There was something, and it's not like I think their opinions are wrong. It just didn't, just like missed. something about it that didn't click with me. And I felt the same about um, Dark Matter. The Blake Hartley. Okay. I love. It's because of the voice. But the thing is, I think someone told me give it a listen. Because no, no, I, no, no. no. I will die on this hill. It was. I had to suspend my disbelief while I was listening to it because the ent- the narrator for the. I don't know if there's more than one out there. More more than one version. It was like in a time. where a man can it was like the entire thing was a movie trailer and I had to like pretend that I was reading it while I was listening to it so that I wouldn't listen with that voice but I still liked it see Um, I really love the subject matter and I think that's one I will get back to because I'm it just the whole idea I'm just like give it to me now but I had trouble reading it because it was like and then you know I'm laughing now but then someone's gonna read my book one day and be like you mean how you do um three things with you know this this kind of compound sentence and like shut up okay no Um, I feel you know well I'm gonna say I feel like something that doesn't get talked about enough is that like not every book is for every person right I don't think that gets talked about enough and this idea, especially like this time of year when those like best of the year lists start mm-hmm. coming out and you're like, I hated that book. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, like Goodreads winner. Um, I'm sorry if you guys have read it and loved it. Mexican Gothic. I, I, I did. Read it. I, I liked it. it. Okay. But okay. I could see how that's not for everybody. No, I mean... I didn't mind it. I liked the sort of slow burn and I thought there were some characters in there that I was like, mm, yeah, you're creepy and I, I like it. <laughs> but I'm not going to, uh, like, spoiler alert here, I'm not going to do that. I won't give anything away. Right. But come on! <laughs> no, I, no, no, that's entirely <laughs> fair. That is entirely fair. I just feel um, like I just feel like the author must have had a fun guy in her life. That <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Um. Something that's really funny, sorry, just as I'm scrolling through my history here in Libby, is the number of YA covers that are like two people and with script writing. And I'm like, which one is that? I'm like, oh, yeah. that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. I'm like, it's I in romance it. too. The, it's starting yes. to, it's yes. like seeped into the romance genre. Yeah. All the, the cutouts. The, yep. the color block cutouts. That's exactly mm-hmm. what's happening here. Because I was looking for one in particular that I really like that I also sort of thought was like a subgenre of like YA books where girls play sports and have uh-huh. some like field sports and have some kind of a, a problem with their like coach or someone else. I'm like, I think it's like four books like that. Sorry, Jill, go ahead. It's fine. I was going to say, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, I read 30 books this year. Yay! Which, you know what? I'll take it. I went, 
I went like several months not reading anything. So you know what? I'll take 30. I'll take 30. A lot of these were writing a book, so shush. (laughs) Well, whatever. So some of these were rereads, which is totally fine. I reread a lot of books. Um, I definitely did not like I, I I did the same thing where I'm like I already am someone who will just quit a book without any hesitation. I feel like my my tolerance was a lot lower this year. I would read like a page. I'm like, you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> no not and part me. of it is not the book. Like there are books yeah. that I will probably have to go back to to try Same. again. Um one book one book I read earlier, like way early in the year. Um, actually like right at like near the beginning of of quarantine um was a little life by hanya yanagara this came out are you it's like it's a beast of a book it's not like the the black and white cover with the you'll it's very recognizable i read that book in like three days and (laughs) and even now i'm like but it is like very it's like a it is a dense but like not dense it's a beast it is a very long book it covers very heavy topics oh, yeah. very depressing and i'm like you know what i want to do on vacation i want to live a little <laughs> life again <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i'm like that was really i mean it was a good book it came out i think like five years ago um so i was a little yep. late to the game on that one but how can i stab myself in the face i, I am yes. i'm like let's read that again over christmas that sounds like a great idea that is hysterical that is really funny that's still on my tbr and i think i haven't picked it up for the same reasons that you just noted which is you're just like it's a tome yeah it is a tome, a tome. it is a tome a it's one. like seven eight hundred pages or something um <sighs> And it covers very pretty heavy topics. Um, yeah. <laughs> like it needs like all the content warnings or yeah. most of the content warnings, um, especially in the second half of it. But it's very good. But you definitely have to be like in the right state of mind. And apparently quarantine mm. and Christmas is the right state of mind for me. So. I feel that. I feel like that. that's especially true of like, hey, it might be time to to give something attention that I wouldn't normally give like I feel like a Christmas holiday or a holiday holiday if you're not um following Christmas is kind of a nice time to be like maybe something terrible because there's that like cheerful backdrop to kind of catch you if need be Mm -hmm. yeah on the like I'll give it a page but maybe come back to it later I've actually felt that way Tiffany at some point I want to talk to you about a deadly education because that's one that was like it was so high up on my TBR list when it was first announced and I read the first couple pages and just couldn't get into it. I'm like, come on. I'm like, you know, you love a Naomi Novik book. Like you have them all, like you have them in hardback. Like this is an author that you purchase mm-hmm. you know, quite often. And I just couldn't do it, but it was one of those, like, I just put it back on the TBR list. I was like, yeah. you know, I'm yes. going to tag this. I'll come back to it later. I should probably have like a special Libby tag. that's like TBR, quarantine redo or something. Yeah. <laughs> like TV red, like that's a good idea actually i might have to put that tag in yeah yeah right because i'm kind of like there are just things that i can't do i i would never have expected that yes please let me read some tana french okay i've also never been (laughs) a true crime person like that is not my bag like i just i get bored with it not bored like oh serial killer so boring but like it's just not my thing and this is the year that i picked up the audiobook for um i'll be gone in the dark 
Oh, I love it. it while I'm like washing dishes, cleaning the house. I do not listen to it when I go into my basement, but I'm just like, it's it's just so well written. It's, it's yes, insane. it is. And I'm just like, oh, and I think about the fact that I read that and that I read like every ton of French that's ever come out. And I'm like, but do you do really not? Like, well, maybe it just has to be the right the right type. I think it, and I think that goes. The same thing went for like my a little bit more fantasy this year where it's it's my my ratings really or my experiences really depended on the book and like Jill said it's not everything is written for everybody but I felt like I wanted to to figure out what in those genres was more for me and Mm -hmm. I I want to explore that more next year too although I felt like in 2018 and 2019 I focused on like catching up on classics that I'd never read but probably should have and I got away from that this year more reading like more contemporary things either released this year or in the last couple and I kind of mm-hmm. I kind of go back into some of the classics because I had read some um in 2017 and 2018 that I was like well I understand now why that was I understand now why that's a classic that was amazing and uh, yeah. I, want, I want a couple more of those something that I feel like I can either trust that it's going to be good because mm-hmm. it has a standing or that I'll at least have strong opinions on it if I didn't yeah. think it was good <laughs> So you're going to do a, like a really healthy read of Tess of the Doobagall. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I think I have like a bargain bin copy on my shelves over there. <laughs> I did not. I did not. That is not a classic I enjoy. No. <laughs> a classic I can recommend. There are plenty. Every once in a while, I, when people are like, I'm looking for like a, like it's just a nice cozy holiday read up. Like, I got Ethan Frome just a <laughs> Speaking of like sci-fi that you don't normally read, like I was looking for some. I'm not a big fantasy reader, but I do like. But I'm, I'm I have some very specific sci-fi. Like shout out to Becky Chambers for writing all the great books. Um, I did read um, How to Lose the Time War this year. Oh, that's gross too. It's real short. You'll get through it super fast. And I ended up buying copies for people in my family because I was like. At first, I was like, I don't know, that's kind of gimmicky. And then by the end, I was like, this is beautiful. Everything is I like beautiful. that I just searched for it and a title on intermittent fasting came up. Thanks, internet. How to, <laughs> how to lose the esophageal war. <laughs> what? It's terrible. Eat within the six-hour window and also read this great novella. Written in two uh... points of view. Oh my gosh. Don't you want to have us every week? Sorry, Adam. We're I taking do. over your I job. Know. Yeah, you have to get another job. <laughs> like, sorry, we're yes. here to stay. <laughs> we're just gonna have awesome. Tiffany and Sydney on all the time. Yeah, we just have a standing, oh, a standing invitation for certain times. Be amazing. We're be back like... to be nonsensical. That's right. <laughs> we're back to laugh about stuff only we find funny. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> Show notes will underline all the books we hated <laughs> all right oh, okay it's fine <laughs> yeah. uh, anything you guys are planning on reading over i know you we are all three taking breaks this year which is um, anything you guys are planning on reading um i have a couple books checked out so other than a little life um <laughs> 
I'm not over that. Wait. So funny. Um, so I'm like halfway through Take a Hint, Danny Brown by Talia mm. Hibbert. Oh, so good. Book. It's oh, so good. Um, and then I was having a, I was talking to um, a friend earlier today, um, Hugo from Penguin Random House, who gets a shout out all the time because we love Hugo. And somehow we got on the subject of Tim Curry. I don't even remember oh, how we got on the subject. subject. Yes. Okay. Love so Hugo told me that he had recently listened to the audiobook of Sabriel by Garth Nix. Right. So, all. yes. So I oh, immediately no was like, audiobook, yes, please check out right now. <laughs> um, I will listen to anything because Hugo, like, I feel like he told me that it's not the type of, it's like a little darker of a book than he usually reads. And I was like, oh, that's that actually is a selling oh, point color. for me. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Actually, the Tim Andrea, Curry is just a bonus. But <laughs> Angela Arnold, uh, our general manager of education at Overdrive, told me about that he was the um, he was the narrator, and I was like, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm not going to be able to hear any of the other words that are coming out of your face right now because mm-hmm. you usually say Tim Curry, and yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yep, awesome. yeah. That's, so okay, added it to the list. Um, I'm I'm looking right now. Like I have a couple things on my shelf that I'm not super into right now, but so that I'm not a Debbie Downer, I'm not going to like these titles kind of suck. These are the titles I might be quitting on soon, but I did just get a recommendation from another overdriver who I also happen to be married to, um, who recommended Gideon the Ninth by Tasman Muir. You haven't read that yet? No. That surprises me. Okay. What is yeah. it? I'm like, no. <laughs> Gideon the Ninth. Okay. Um, you think I'll like it, Jill? I do. Okay. I'm excited. I'm super excited. It was just like, and he was so funny because he was so casual. I was like, oh yeah, because we were talking about some books at a friend's house recently, socially distanced, masked and outside. Thank you very much. Um, and he was like, oh, it reminds me of this book. And he was, we were driving home. He's like, oh, it reminds me of that book I told you about last year. I'm like, what is this book? That sounds amazing. He's like, oh, that's Gideon the Ninth. I'm like, okay, why do you need to tell me these things? I read this book. I um so I'm looking at my checkouts now um through a Libby demo earlier today I realized that writing magazine was a thing so I checked mm-hmm. out one of those because why did I not why 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 um but as far as things that I've set aside for over the break I was talking with Jill earlier about um how I happened to on the same weekend pick up both a book by Karen Slaughter and Sophie Kinsella, if you want to talk about opposite ends of the spectrum here, not realizing, yes, not realizing that they were the ninth book in each of the series. And then having this, this problem where I've read probably 10% of each. And now I'm like, well, do I stop and go from the back or go back to the beginning? And as somebody who read like the Jasmine Guillory romance novels in like a weekend, I was like, well, yes, maybe I don't know. We'll see. So yeah. stay tuned on that one. Um, but I'm enjoying another one is called Can't Even, which is about um, how millennials became the burnout generation. And I don't think I've ever highlighted more passages in a book than this one. It's all about, you know, it's like the very like, okay, boomer versus the millennials and like the yeah, preconceptions, yeah. the preconceived notions that we have about each group and why that is. That one's been really, really interesting. Um, I want to look at or finish the the Power of Moments one. And then, um, yeah, maybe Christmas Shopaholic if I decide not to go back to the beginning. Oh, and 
Karen McManus, the cousins. I I love oh. like the stuff that Karen. I just they're just fun reads that are. I like to pretend that I know who did it, and sometimes I'm right. Um, <laughs> so the cousins I have checked out, which I'm excited. So I uh-huh. intend to spend a lot of time over those two weeks reading and relaxing. Oh, it's a good fun. plan. Yeah, it's a good plan. Yeah, um, we talked about a lot of books. I, I, know, I hope I'm so sorry. I realized that you were taking don't the link. Don't apologize. Out. It's fine. <laughs> Professional, and we're nerds, and we like books. Yes. Yes. How dare you give me lots of books? I know. And our <laughs> listeners, lots of books. That's just terrible. How dare you? Well, it was funny because one of my one of our coworkers, who was a former overdriver and is now back to work driving, um, got me holidays and she was just like pick anything you want from the Libby store and I was like I want this PBN t-shirt and then as I was looking at it I was like probably read more (laughs) (laughs) sport this t-shirt with any kind of authenticity I should probably that's my game oh god so good but I just I just I would like it to be my job to just yes in an ideal world we're we're close to that but yeah we are I'm not yeah but like yes, do, but <laughs> in an alternative reality, that is right. yes. Please, thank you. <sighs> All right. Well, I think that was good. That's fun. Y'all for, uh, I think there was something else I was going to say, but I don't remember what it was. So next time. Next right. time. Next time we're on. Next month when we're on and we kick yeah. the boys out. Get out. Girls, Girls club, club only. <laughs> Thanks well, for having us. Yeah, thanks for, sure. for coming on. And happy reading, everybody. Happy Readers reading. can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can purchase these titles in Marketplace. Professional Book Nerds is proud to be an Evergreen Podcast signature program. To learn about other Evergreen podcasts, visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Our podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Adam Sokol and Jill Grunewald and presented by Overdrive. For more information, visit professionalbooknerds.com. Hey nerds, I'm Sarah, the Paper Nerd, and if you've ever wondered what goes into that greeting card you just sent or received, well, quite a lot. Get your paper fix on the paper fold where I host an enchanting mix of personalities and players all nerding out on my favorite topic, stationery. From the designs of our snail mail communications to the precious space created when two people correspond, there's a lot to cover. So come grab a seat in the stationery community's only five-star paper salon, The Paper Fold, now part of the Evergreen Podcast Network.